What's up, guys? Ryan Horn here, and welcome to the Extraordinary Man Podcast. This is the one and only podcast specifically designed to help married businessmen create more profit and purpose in their business without sacrificing their family, health, or marriage in the process. Each week, I interview some of the world's most extraordinary men, including seven- and eight-figure entrepreneurs, elite athletes, best-selling authors, and world-class speakers. Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to another recap episode. Today, I'm going to be giving you the recap of my interview with Paul Allen. He was born in Idaho, and uh, his childhood, he bounced around between Idaho, Washington, D.C., and eventually around age 12 13 moved to southern california and his dad passed away at age seven his dad was only 36 crazy um i forgot to mention also that his parents divorced when he was i think only three years old and he went to pasadena city college for five years he was uh, on a radio show there and when he graduated he worked for a newspaper in pasadena for about four or five years and he mentioned that that was one of the things that has helped him the most with what he does right now. When he's calling Minnesota Vikings games or on his radio show or calling races at Canterbury Park because it helped him it helped him learn the English language, helped him to learn brevity, helped him to learn diction, helped him to do all of these things that are incredibly helpful for what he does now. And one of my favorite parts about what we talked about was that when he was living in Southern California, he would go to these big racetracks and he would sit up in the top of the stands with a tape recorder and he would call the race himself into the tape recorder just for fun. In 1993, his job opened up in San Francisco and he went there, he had no prior experience. There were 30 applicants total, including him. The other 29 were professionals. They were doing this for a living and he had no experience. He goes there and he gives the guy in charge a copy of him calling the race into his tape recorder. They were impressed. They brought him in to do a few races and he ended up winning the job. Beat out 29 other people that were doing this professionally and he had zero experience whatsoever other than calling races himself into a tape recorder. So pretty amazing. I absolutely love that story. In 1995, Canterbury Park came calling. Canterbury Park is a racetrack here in Shakopee, Minnesota and made him an offer he couldn't refuse. And so he came to Minnesota and he is still calling races at Canterbury Park to this day. He's in his 28th season of doing it. In 1997, K-Fan, which is a huge radio station, uh, sports radio station here in Minnesota. They were doing shows every Saturday at Canterbury Park in the summer, and they heard him there. They liked what they heard, so they brought him in to do some sports updates. He ends up building a great relationship with Jesse Ventura, former professional wrestler, and was also the governor of Minnesota back in the late 90s and early 2000s, and basically leveraged that, plus the fact that he was really good at what he did, into a full-time radio job in 1998, and he still hosts that show. It's called 9 to Noon Today, so 24 years now. In the year 2000, he covered Minnesota Vikings games for Vikings.com, which was brand new at that time. And in the year 2001, the play-by-play job to become the official voice of the Minnesota Vikings, calling Vikings games on the Vikings radio network, opened up, he applied for it, he ended up getting beat out by a guy who had way, way more experience than him. And then this guy said something that uh, really upset people, so they ended up firing him. They called Paul Allen, they said, hey, this other guy's out, you're in. And Red McCombs, who was the Vikings owner at the time, 
basically was not happy because people screwed this up so much and it was you know didn't look good for the Vikings so he was like you know what I'm gonna hire the next guy myself I'm taking things in my own hands so he ends up hiring his best friend's son to do the job who was not really qualified for it uh, but they hire him so the Vikings personnel had to call Paul Allen back literally the next day after they told me at the job and said well actually guess you don't have the job oh and by the way could you call the preseason game tomorrow night against the Steelers so really difficult spot to be put in but he handled it incredibly well and this other guy called games for one season he didn't do a very good job and so the following year they hired Paul Allen and he has been the voice of the Minnesota Vikings ever since 2002 so 20 years now and he does an amazing job in my opinion he's the best in the business no doubt about it then we shifted gears from there and I asked him about his faith journey so what he told me is that growing up he always believed in God and he would talk to God all the time he would pray mostly just the Lord's Prayer but up until age 52 he had literally never opened the Bible in his entire life and he'd only been to church maybe about 15 times so back in 2002, age 52, his best friend invites him to church. He goes and is just massively intrigued and starts digging into who is Jesus, you know, what was he all about, and uh, starts soaking up the Bible. And I think it was the second week that he was at church, the pastor was talking about the Bible verse Matthew 11:28 28 to 30, which I'm going to paraphrase a little bit here, but essentially it says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I'm skipping a little bit. And then the last part of it is, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When he heard that, that just hit him. And uh, he couldn't stop thinking about it. He talked about this stimulating feeling he had in his body. And basically ever since then, he has been on fire for God and has been like a sponge trying to soak up as much as he possibly can and learn about the Bible. I mean, it's basically taken over his entire life so a really really cool story and this was only part number one of the interview part two is going to be released next week so i'll be doing another recap of part two next week and we dig into his faith journey a lot more and talk a lot more about faith and some of his habits and beliefs and much much more next week so you're going to want to make sure you tune in for part number two and the recap of number two next week Guys, thanks so much for joining me on another episode of the Extraordinary Man Podcast. Here's the thing, you're never going to maximize your potential on your own. So I'm personally inviting you to come and join me in the private Extraordinary Man Facebook group so you can level up your business and your life. Just head over to Facebook and type Extraordinary Man into the search box and it will show up as the first result. Iron sharpens iron and this is the number one place for you to connect with me and other like-minded men who are on a mission to maximize their potential. My goal is to help you become the man God created you to be in all areas of your life. So come and join us in the Facebook group and upgrade your business and your life. I'll see you on the next episode.